Hello, everyone. This is Molly from the Casually Molly Podcast, and I just wanted to introduce you to my friends at the Natty Cat. This one is for you cool cats and kittens who can't get enough of wordplay and fur babies. The Natty Cat's natural soy candles feature inventive scent combinations and glass jars with clever kitties on the labels. Hand purred with locally sourced natural soy wax, the Natty Cat's candles woodwicks create a cozy fireside crackling sound, perfect for curling up on the couch. Remember, for all of your candle and scented oil needs, please visit our friends at the Natty Cat either on Facebook or Instagram. Have you ever wanted to get your shit together? Scrap it, look through the lens and capture it. But first world problems are getting you down. Disabled, salty, need an app to fix that frown. <laughs> well, you can do all those things and so much more. Just grab a seat in the chair or the floor. Sit back, relax, recline. Well, she drops another casual line. You're tuned into Casually Molly with Molly and Bergie. Thank you for tuning in to the Casually Molly podcast. I am your host, Molly Ambergy. Please make sure that you casually subscribe, review all streaming services, our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook. Just like show me some love. All right. I'm ready for it. Uh, but yeah, enough about me right now. I am so excited. I was just chatting with her and then I was like, we're going to run out of things to talk about. But I am so excited to have Hoboken's very own Amanda Gale. <laughs> How are you Hi. doing? <laughs> Good, Molly. How are you? I am well. I, uh, I know that's showbiz. We talk like we just have talked before which is great um (laughs) so i wanted amanda to come on i think that she is absolutely hilarious we met through a mutual comedic friend uh everybody's favorite jewish dad uncle however you want to refer to him here in st louis yale hollander on his virtual comedy showcase coffee break and this really funny gal just happened to be on it so i was like i know i don't know her very well but I'm going to invite her on, and luckily she agreed. So I am so excited to have you. How is it? I mean, I guess uh, I guess this happens on, like, every podcast, and I've been saying this a lot lately, but how are you holding up? Like, how's it been during the pandemic? <laughs> well, you're probably going to roll your eyes at me, and that's fine, but I feel like I'm thriving during this. This is, like, this time period was meant for me. I was meant to be born in this time period. I don't have to drive to work. I don't have to hustle to shows. I can just sit at home I don't have to make plans I have an excuse not to make plans (laughs) I was born in the right era for sure so (laughs) (laughs) well I mean I think that is like kind of a plus about this as like I mean it's like and it's a weird thing to say because there's so many things happening but I will agree like I mean you and I probably wouldn't have met if like COVID didn't have happened and then all of a sudden we're just like I mean we're definitely embracing that modern era right of like making new friends in yeah a zoom room that's being streamed through facebook but it's like it started out being really weird and then now all of a sudden it's just a thing now everybody's doing them yeah i agree with you i think in the beginning it was a little depressing because it was like march it was you know winter um but you know you're like you seem like you're like me you know we have we're hustling comedy we're hustling in other things i mean were you just exhausted before quarantine i was exhausted all the time i feel like 
Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I feel like now I have energy to like be with friends and enjoy the moment. And it's, it's nice. So. Exactly. See, that's how I feel too. And I feel like you're trying out new things. Maybe you haven't, I'm sure people are rolling eyes at me too. When I say this, like, oh my God, I'm trying out new things, but like, I got a new job, <laughs> like oh, doing oh. new things. Like we, we nice. started filming the podcast during all of this. So I, I can definitely relate, but I want to talk a little bit about you more. I mean, again, another question that everybody asks on every podcast. What uh, what got Amanda Gale into comedy? What was the big start? <laughs> um, you know, someone told me I was funny once. So I'm like, all right, I guess I should do stand up. That's um, my big start. But no, I did. You know, I did theater in high school and college. And I always me liked too. it. So I, I did improv for a while. I started the improv thing. And then someone was like, hey, you want to do my stand up comedy show? And I like improv. I just, I felt like stand-up was like my, I controlled it. It's like when I want to perform, I can, you know, have you been, have you done improv or? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. So you I haven't know, probably you know, done it as intensively probably, but I have done it. So. Okay. <laughs> right. So it's like, you have to, you get a team and you have to like, you know, is the team available for the show? Is that, you know, and so stand-up is like you, what you want to say, you're how, how much you want to hustle. Like, so I liked that better. So. Yeah. I, I yeah. also love kind of like the freedom and the honesty of stand-up, if that yes. makes sense. Like, yeah. I, I think that was a thing because I did high school theater. I was a theater major in college. Yeah. And yep, exactly. And it's just, it's fun. And I still am involved in it, but not as heavily, obviously, as stand-up now and whatnot. But that was like a thing that I always kind of struggled with being in theater. I was like, am I really being like my honest self? And then right. stand up kind of opens up those doors for you when you're a theater person to be like, oh, wow, I can be yeah. me now. <laughs> like, this is great. Yeah. And you say what you want to say. You don't have to be like, what's the script? You know, we're we doing Bye Bye Birdie. I have to say what the, you know, the chorus number three is saying, you know, I can say what I want to say, what I think is funny. So it's, you know, it's prefer that. See, a hundred percent. That's what I was going to say. Like, you know, when you were talking about so some of the stuff in your bit that you did on Coffee Break, you were kind of like talking about your heritage, your Jewish background, which I yeah. related to because I'm Italian. And oh. <laughs> even though like different religions, like same heart, same place, my godmother yeah. was Jewish. So I went to the temple a lot. So it was oh, so fun. Okay. Yeah. So I went to a few. Yeah. I would always go to like all the different and I say it's all the different holidays, but I've been to all of them, like the celebratory oh. ones, the sad ones. <laughs> and uh, most of them are sad. You know? Most of them are sad. But, you know, you never know. You can get some matzo ball soup whenever. So there right. you go. <laughs> <laughs> so I related to you right away just because I was like, oh, this is my girl right here. Like, I right. Uh, I totally I totally get it. But my favorite before we started recording, she made a joke about like being a poor Jew. And I was like, yeah, I got to get this poor Jew on my podcast she's like you're probably the only one that wants that so it's okay most people don't want to hang out with jews and most people don't want to hang out with poor jews they're like no, i'm just kidding kidding i don't know what but a lot most of them we're not a favorite religion in, in the world you know most people want to kill us but that's history that's okay we're living with it, but 
know. That's right. I'm Catholic and people don't favor us for a whole variety of other reasons. It's all right. But we all fall in the same category. You know, we like the community. We like to be together. Yeah. Um, So what I'll ask you is, um, I know I've been watching your social media. You seem to be super active and still making, like how we were talking about hustling earlier, making stuff happen. Uh, What I thought was kind of cool, you did, and I was kind of saying this earlier, we're talking about the quarantine comedy stuff that you've been doing. Um, That looks awesome. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? So in case you've got more going on, we can uh, take a look into it. (laughs) Yeah, so there is a Zoom comedy show every Thursday and Sunday. Um, if anyone is interested in going, any listener, I can DM you the link. Um, but it's fun. It, it's so such a great way to try out new material. And, you know, it was so weird at first to do Zoom comedy. It was like, what do I do? Who do I look at? You know, I go on my phone because I think I look better on the phone. I don't know what it is. So <laughs> I, I go on the phone and you're like, who do I look at? But I've gotten used to it. And um, I don't know. I think it's you don't feel as exhausted. You know what it's like. You're hustling to a show. And Zoom, I can just get ready in 10 minutes and I'm on the call and it's at the show. So that's why I prefer it. And um, I think the audience likes it too. Yeah. They don't have to leave their house. It's free. It's, you know, so. (laughs) Right. No teachers minimum. Yeah, right. And that's the like that's the thing, their standard minimum. And then what was kind of cool is for some of these Zoom shows, I've been able to kind of use my Chromecast to put them on my TV. So if I want to oh, support nice. my friends, yeah, I'm just like, you know what? I won't even use my computer. I'm just going to pop this up, see it. So I, I understand. The only thing is like with the pandemic, people are like, oh, you know, like, no, I never wore pants. I was like, when I got home, I always just took off my pants. I was just around. <laughs> I just, that's something I was like, I still washed my hands, but I didn't ever wear pants. So I, I don't know. Right. But uh, I, like I said, I love your sense of personality. And it was kind of funny. I was looking at some of your stuff online and I saw you had an account with Reductress or you were writing oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about that and then I'll tell you which article or your writing that I was reading and why I thought it was funny. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for the answer. Um, it's So Reductress, I don't know if anyone is familiar with it, but it's like, it's a satirical woman's news magazine website so people say it's like the female onion um but it's it's basically satirical articles about about uh, you know a magazine article you might see in glamour or cosmo or you know one of those lady mags so um that was fun i you know i submit it was a submission process you just you know they have they have a, a staff and you submit your idea and they accept it or they don't and you know every tuesday they pick the articles they liked and you're always like this and uh, right. so <laughs> yeah yeah so um yeah that was so much fun to write like thinking of ideas of that nature so yeah that was my uh my reductress life oh but see i well so i'm such a fan of satirical pieces so when i saw that i was like oh well i got it so i'm like looking through because it says you know by amanda gale and the one that i was laughing my ass off on was um the love when you started dating an older man you start to love listening to voicemails just because I, I struggle know. with that. I used to be a voicemail person, but then like, it, it's just because of so many like unknown callers or when you don't know the number, yeah. you kind of have a panic attack, right? Like you're like, oh my God, I, I don't want to listen to this. So you're like, now I started dating Roger and 
Roger introduced me to this like idea of loving my voicemails and your ending was spectacular because you were like, not to spoil it for anybody, but it was basically like, even though he left me for a younger woman, I still have this love now. So yes, he, <laughs> he introduced me to a new exotic world of uh, phone calls and, you know, I'm sorry, uh, voicemails like, yeah, but you're so young though. You were a voicemail, you were a voice message person. I, I feel like you were way down the ear. Oh my God. Well, so like, here's the thing. So I was raised by older parents. So I used to have oh. to teach them. So that was like the weird part about it. So yeah, like I'm going to be 30, right? So like, it would totally make sense what you're talking about. And then what happens is when you're raised by older parents, they're like, hi, can you set up my cell phone, my voicemail, my like, ah. you know, all of these things. So I'm like used to the understanding of it. And then when I got like my little Nokia, it was always kind of a cool feeling because it used to have like a, a picture that would pop up, right? So you're like, yeah, oh, yeah, my boyfriend yeah, yeah. just called me and left me a voicemail. I wonder what he said. But now I get like, a, what's nice is I bought a new phone. So now I have, I have spam risk or anything like that. I'm like, yeah. oh, well, I'm obviously not answering this. So, right. <laughs> but right. I always just read voice to text now. I never listen to the voicemail. Nope. Not me at all. <laughs> and if people listen, if people leave, leave voicemails, like, what do you just text it? Why are you leaving a voicemail? Like, are you a monster? Like, are you crazy? Like, it's so weird if you're, you know, dating a guy and he leaves a voicemail. It's strange. You know, it's like. Yeah. Oh, for a hundred percent. Well, because it's like also dumb because people will go, oh, just calling you. Call me back. Bye. Right. <laughs> right. And in the 1990s, that was awesome because, yeah. you know, you didn't have the caller ID. So like you kind of had to leave a voicemail. Mm -hmm. But after when text came around, it's like, bro, that's done. Don't even, you know. Only your doctor should leave voicemails, your doctor and, you know, an employer or, or something. Oh, 100 percent. I had my COVID test results called to me and I was like, this is the actual voicemail I needed. But the other ones, yes. I didn't need them at all. <laughs> but it was it was really, really funny. And I, I want to read more. But I'll ask you, like, do you feel like that's made you a better writer, like by doing those yeah. more often? Like, do you just come off with those on the cuff? Like, how does that all work? <laughs> Well, so I, it's fun. That's really funny you ask. I don't think it, did it make me a better writer? Yes, but it made me a better improviser and a better performer be, and, and stand up because, so every week, the way the process used to work that you submitted, if you wanted to submit, you submit 10 ideas a week. Oh, wow. Um, at least you couldn't submit any less if you were going to submit. So what that teaches you is just say what you think, just what do you think is funny? Just write, just if you, so I would need like filler articles. Like I'd be like, like I get a good idea. I'm like, oh, I want to write an article like this and I want it to be like this. And then you're like, all right, well, I need like eight more. So then I just write like, B, like you know, BS. <laughs> but then sometimes they pick the ones, like sometimes they would pick the ones that I was like, what? I was just filling up space headlines. Yeah. Right. And that taught me, you just have to say it. Like when you're like, oh, I'm going to write for an hour. You're like, you have ideas. You're like, oh, don't write that. That's not funny. Oh, don't, I don't know if you go through that too, but like, oh, oh don't write that. That's not funny. But then you learn like, no, 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 write it. Even if just write it, just put it down. You know, you may not think it's funny initially, but someone else could be like, wow, that was, that was hilarious. That was great. You know? And it's always the jokes. If then even in standup, it's always the jokes that you don't love that people really like. And it's the jokes that you really like. People are like, don't get it. Sorry. Can you, you know? Right. Well, that's like, the, yeah. and that's what I kind of like miss about the live performances is that like, you do get yeah. that feedback, right? Where yes. there's sometimes where you're like, man, this set 
sucked. And you're just like, but then you listen to your recording and you're like, okay, like I kind of murdered, like this is fine. Like it happens to me. I was just listening to a podcast today that was talking about that where you're like, oh, like I, I I don't know. I just feel like that's something I've had to learn being in comedy is that, you know, I I try to, you know, and you just have to find that balance. And I know that just comes over time, but it is, it is funny how you say that you're like, wow, I felt like I was just total like BS up there. And everybody's like, that was great. And you're like, oh, okay. (laughs) Right. Sure. Exactly. Keeping that. (laughs) Yeah. When you're like, what? I just, I had to write eight minutes and that was filled a minute. So I just wrote this, you know, it was BS, but yeah, like you said. Oh, a hundred percent. But, you know, speaking of like just things that you've put out into the universe, uh, what I was laughing about you as well was that I was mentioning this a little bit earlier too, but um, I saw that Mario Lopez and then Chrissy oh, Teigen yeah. <laughs> shared something because you were like, oh, Mario Lopez and I have this in common, I guess. And I forget what it was, but you can fill us in on that. <laughs> yeah. So I wrote this tweet um, that what um, I wrote this tweet like uh it was like, uh, how do you expect millennials to be fiscally responsible if we grew up watching the entire cast of Saved by the Bell leave the max without paying the bill? And it went on, and some meme account picked it up. There were a few meme accounts that picked it up. And I guess he got his hands on it somehow, and he posted it to his Instagram. Yes. And someone, mess- yes, so someone messaged me. They go, you made it. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you're on Mario Lopez's Instagram. And so I look on Mario Lopez's Instagram and I'm like, oh my God, that's my, my tweet. That's my, you know, and then he wrote, math was never my thing though. Amanda, or something, good point, Amanda, but math was never my thing though. So that's right. I am a shameless self-promoter because we have to self-promote. We have to like, mm-hmm. you know, so I retwe- I regrammed it on my Instagram and I said, wow, we have something in common. We're both bad at math. <laughs> and so... That was the cool. That was such a cool moment. That really was like a very cool. I could just retire from comedy because I thought that was really cool. You know, so. it's always the best feeling. You're like something got shared, and you're just like, oh wow, this is it. Yeah. You know what? I don't even. I don't even have to wear pants again because Mario Lopez shared my tweet. So that's it. That's it. I'm gonna hang it on my wall. You know, my grandchildren will be like, yeah, I used to do comedy. Yes, yeah, she got. What did your mom do in comedy? Oh, she got reposted by Mario Lopez once. Like, you know, that's her credit you know <laughs> i love that but that's there was also see and i forgot i was i knew it was something with saved by the bell and i used to watch yes. that with my sister so i was like oh my gosh and now i see like it's always so funny to think of like it's just like with um i didn't watch this as much but like with 90210 and you would see people like Oh, totally. And I'm such like a, a killer for a killer sucker for when Tori Spelling's in a Lifetime original movie. I'm like, oh, I remember when it's fine. Yeah. And I get so sucked into it. It's such a thing like with Hallmark movies or Christmas movies. I'm like, oh, there she is. <laughs> it's all there good. she is again. There's Tori Spelling. <laughs> um, and then I loved it was like something I think it was like Cravings with Chrissy also shared something oh, yes. with you too yes and I was like oh I love Chrissy Teigen who doesn't though <laughs> who doesn't I mean really she's just the goat right um, she yeah. is really funny on Twitter I mean she's not a comic I don't know if she's a staff of writers I don't know but she's very funny on Twitter yeah. but yeah she has that Instagram account about food and I wrote one tweet and um then I just got tagged in and all of a sudden and I was like, oh, well, thank you, Chrissy. I don't know if it's her, maybe it's her team. I, I mean, it could very well be all these people's teams and not really, they have no idea. Oh, 100%. Like, yeah, it's like, oh, this is on my Instagram. I don't even check my Instagram. I know nothing about my Instagram, you know? But right, but it's kind of cool. At least you got recognized by the team, so. <laughs> That's it. Someone who knows Chrissy Teigen 
reposted me for Chrissy Teigen. That's how I look at it, you know. And that's so. going to be self-promotion. So either way, you're good to go. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that, Molly. Thanks for oh. recognizing me. Oh, totally. Well, that's why, like I said, I do think that you are absolutely hilarious. What I will. Oh, well, thank you. I know we just keep throwing out these compliments when building up women. Well, that's what we were talking about, too. We love having, you know, being women in comedy, seeing women in comedy succeed just because I I agree. I love seeing women just like kill it on stage. Oh, well, that's what I was. So we have. So. For those of you who don't know, our podcast, the Casually Molly podcast, is based in St. Louis, Missouri. And pre-COVID, we have this great bar called The Heavy Anchor. Uh, you should still go support if you can. They've got t-shirts available. You can get curbside delivery. You can do all of that. And uh, Josh and Jody, who have been with the scene here for ever, basically, they had this great idea of doing the Futurist Female, where it's just like an all-female lineup. Well, I showed up thinking like, oh, it's January. It's going to be like cold. So, you know, whatever. This whole place, like they had to open up the, there's like a garage door in between to separate the stage from the bar. They had to open that up because this whole place was just like, like COVID would have never been allowed in this place. Yeah. Like it was packed on packed. People were outside the door. I had friends who got turned away because they couldn't oh get God. in. So I had people texting me going, I'm so sorry. And then they're like, oh, yeah. you're going first after the host. I was like, oh. thanks but it was a very very cool feeling um so i'm obviously not in hoboken but like how is the scene up there like are you guys doing a lot of zoom shows is anything really open yet i know you've been doing you know quarantine comedy and some outdoor shows but how is that all uh happening up there (laughs) well hoboken has outdoor dining um it's a very i don't know how much you know back you said you've been to hoboken right i think we discussed that that yeah I have been for just for a little bit, but yes, I passed on through yes. and, you know, I know obviously of Cake Boss and all that. Cake stuff, Boss. That, of course. <laughs> yeah. So Hoboken is a very uh, young town. There's a lot of bars. It's a very, you know, it's where you spend your 20s and 30s, you know, it's before fun. you. Yeah, it's yeah. so much fun. So the bars are outdoor and I think they're open. Well, they opened up dining recently, 25% capacity, but. Oh, um, I, I, I read that. Mm-hmm. What? Yes. I read yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's good. Um, I'm not ready for that. That's a big step. I'm not ready for indoor dining. Sorry. Yeah. But, um, it's okay. They, yeah. Uh, I'm so, not either. But <laughs> yeah, most people aren't. But I try to get an outdoor show there, an outdoor comedy show there, but they really were like no social gatherings in that nature. So I don't know. Maybe the fall will be different. I don't know. I love the outdoor shows though. I love them. Like, I never thought like, there's a show in Brooklyn um, where they have a show on the rooftop and it is so beautiful because it's this comedy show overlooking mm-hmm. the Manhattan skyline. And it's like, it's really, really cool. It's like cooler than any comedy show, you know? Yeah. So. Well, that's what you see. And I've always been a fan about, I mean, who doesn't like a music venue? You have an outdoor show. Yes. I've seen comedy shows that have been outdoors even before COVID happened. And it is kind of cool when you're on a rooftop like that, right? Because you get to yeah. see, like, especially when you're in the city and uh, my mom's actually from Queens, New York. So I've been to New York plenty of times. I've oh, seen, okay. oh yeah. So that's when I was like, oh, I've been through Hoboken. I've seen all this. So, you know, before all, you know, before all of this, I've seen a bunch about, you know, going to the different places is there and it's it's such a fun nightlife so yeah. i wouldn't be surprised if they kept doing all of that but that sounds super super cool i yes. have some i have some friends who are up in new york and they're doing like shows in parks they're doing open yes. mics in parks and i saw but yeah i know 
Governor Cuomo was talking about doing that 25% capacity as well. So that's why I was kind of wondering, like, you know, what was going on show-wise if people were doing still in, like, if they were going to do indoors, if they were doing outdoors. Uh, just because yeah. in St. Louis, we've got virtual, but then people are doing, like, outdoor mics and outdoor shows, too. Yes. So it's uh, a very, very, very similar <laughs> here <Yes>. as well. <laughs> but uh, that's what I was going to say. You know, you've been doing all of what, what's kind of on the uh, forefront for you now that you're in, you know, doing Zoom shows, doing quarantine comedy. I, I know you're a podcast producer. Are you still producing your podcast? Uh, yes, I'm producing a new podcast, actually, uh, with my Ooh. friend Natalie. It's going to be just a it's going to be kind of a free form podcast. Just two of us have guests. You'll have to come on. OK, um, <laughs> it's a half hour. Um, so but I love I love the podcast thing. I really do. It's really um, it's a lot of work, but it, it's a lot of fun. So, oh, yeah. Well, that's what I love is being able to, like, talk to people, especially yes. when quarantine hit. Um, Chris knows that you met earlier. It's, uh, you know, via virtually, but it's, uh, it was definitely an outlet for me for sure. And being able to kind of sit with people that even are just even like-minded like you in a totally different, you know, state it's, it's crazy how technology can work today where we can just like put you in a, a V mix video chat and have it happen. Like I, I don't even, but, uh, yeah, we'll have to have Natalie on too. I can't wait to meet her. This is great. (laughs) Yeah, she's great. She's what we, we just have good chemistry and, and so forth. So I'm really excited. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, I'll definitely look into that for sure. And is there anything else that we should kind of like look for as well? I know you've been podcasting and doing all this stuff, but what do you think? Um, podcast coming soon. I have appearances on compound media. Um, it's a, it's a streaming service. I don't know if you know Anthony Camilla, the, the, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Anthony Camilla. He was on a New Jersey radio station, Opie and Anthony, uh, but he has his own streaming service called Compound Media, which is promotes freedom of speech and, and so forth. So I do some appearances there on shows. Um, I'll be on September 21st, uh, 10.30 a.m. So if anyone subscribed to Compound Media, it's hilarious. It's a fun network and uh, I'll be there. And then my podcast is coming out late September. So Oh, well, see, there you go. Well, I'm a, I'm really excited about this. <laughs> this is going to be really fun. I, uh, but that's what I was going to say, too. You know, you've been talking about radio and podcasting. You know, do you like one more than the other? Like, do you prefer doing radio appearances or do you kind of like more of the freedom of podcasting or do you just like both? Yeah. You just love talking to people. What's, what's I love, your preference? <laughs> I love podcasts. I listen to about 10 podcasts a week. I love, or 10 hours. I, I love I love podcasts. I, when a podcast is good, I prefer that to music. Like when I'm working out, I prefer a good podcast. I like, I like talking. I like ideas. I like. I mean, of course, I like music, but it's that would be my preference of of media. Yeah. So. Oh, and is there a favorite one that you listen to that you think that uh, as listeners we would probably like as well? <laughs> yes. So there is. There is one, it's called History Hyenas. It's two comedians from New York who are hilarious and they talk about history, but the two, they're just so funny, the banter, the chemistry. I always look forward to that. Um, I listen to the Slate Cultural Gab Fest. I listen to Tim Dillon's podcast. I listen to um, Neil Brennan's podcast. I listen to, um, uh, I, I li- uh, what else am I, can I say that's like not embarrassing? The TED Radio <laughs> Hour I listen to. Um, some of them are embarrassing. I don't even want, want to say oh that. Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> comedians, I like, there's a few comedians I really like. I like their podcasts and I learn things from. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But those are really the podcasts that I, I, oh my God, I can't believe I forgot this. There's a podcast called, well, two podcasts, everything. One is very presidential and it's about the scandals of our president. And the host is Ashley Flowers and it is such good, like you think, oh, presidential history, that's not fun. She makes it so, like her voice, like it's like a true crime. Let me just tell you something, Molly, all of our presidents would have been canceled. If they oh, yeah. were around today, they would have all been, I mean, sexual assault and and uh, they were, a lot of them were racist and, and, and anti-Semitic and all, like they were all, I was like, wow, that president would have been canceled. You know, so it's so crazy, you know, what they got away with, um, but it's such a good podcast, very presidential and um, uh, true crime obsessed. I love true crime. Are you oh, a true crime? Oh, 100%. Person? Yeah. I'll tell okay. you my uh, my prime episode or my crime episode, my crime okay. podcast in a second. <laughs> okay. So true crime obsessed is great. It's um, okay. it's Julian Pensavalli and Patrick Hines and they, I, they're just so fun. They have good chemistry, good banter. So I love, I like their take on true crime. They're really funny. So that's my list. Oh my God. Well, see, and I always like to hear what other people to say. Like one time I went on a road trip and I just put on my Facebook page. I was like, listen, here are two podcasts I'm listening to, but drop a line. And then like, you know, you discover so many. Yes. Um, but yeah, I would like for today at work, I was binging on You Up with Nikki Glaser. And it's yes. Like, yes. Mm -hmm. And she's like, there were so many things. And you know, when you listen, like, some of the some of the stuff I've heard before because I've listened to the podcast before, but I was like, oh, I really like this the first time I listened to it. I'll listen to it now, and it relates to like the time of your life. So I'm like, yes. like it's like I'm with Nikki like in the moment. I'm like absolutely. Yes. And then Tracy Morgan was saying something. I'm like, you tell him, Tracy. Like I, it's like I have conversations with the people I'm listening to. I know it's so know. like ridiculous, but I love it. <laughs> yes, because you feel like you're hanging out with them. You know, you oh. feel like oh, like you're laughing with them. You get to know them you're like oh these are like my friends and the podcast is over you're like wait they're not my friends they're a podcast oh totally you then know. you go back into reality you're like oh whoop i gotta go like show somebody an apartment give me one second <laughs> <laughs> like, I, uh, the um but the one that the crime podcast i listened to so my boyfriend and i went to chattanooga over uh labor oh. day weekend so my best friend lives out there so we went to go visit her and yeah. see her and all that but it was funny because he and I have very different, he does stand-up comedy too, and we have very different tastes when it comes to listening to podcasts. Because he's like, let's just listen to Conan and like do something funny and like light. And I'm like, let's listen to The Sword and the Scale, which is this crime podcast. <laughs> and it's this monotone guy. And he's basically like, imagine you show yeah. up in your neighborhood and everybody's dead in this house and like jimmy's like what the fuck these kids like why would they murder people and i'm like well like i just love listening he's like you can't watch the punisher but you'll listen to this and i'm just right. like but it's interesting to see how like people's minds work and like how like they process and like how they defend themselves in court and i i just find it absolutely fascinating so the ones that you just mentioned i'm probably gonna follow them on spotify right oh. now after we're done <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I, so trust me, I get, I listen to that. And then um, we actually have some really funny gals here. Their names are Libby Higgins and Tina Deball, And they have a great podcast called Slop City. So you should, I plug them all the time. So I'm not, you know, okay. they won't be surprised that I say this, but you should definitely listen to it. It's just like okay. two gals, like women in comedy, just like cutting up Doing and they good. do a lot of improv. So definitely. Oh, nice. Yeah, for sure. Pick that up. Um, so like what we do to kind of end the segment, um, one of the things that I 
used to do and then stopped doing just because like we were in such a, a crisis time. But we, uh, to kind of lift spirits up, I do a segment called tell me something good and then tell me something funny that happened to you. Okay. So I know maybe we haven't been able to like do so much right now, <laughs> except for like our Zoom shows and our outdoor shows, yeah. but it can be from the past as well. It can be the present, but uh, if you can, you like to improvise and I usually do it with people who do improv. <laughs> Okay. If you can tell me something good and tell me something funny, uh, what would you like our casual listeners to hear? Something good. Um, <laughs> something good. Uh, um, oh, my God. Something good, like, for the good of humanity or, like, good for me? Because I'm the one. <laughs> um, I'm not pregnant. I think that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Me neither. <laughs> no, I think it's better. Honestly, you think that's just good for me? That's good for all of society. I'm not procreating right now. So I think that's, um, I think that's good. Um, something funny. Um, I, uh, <laughs> something funny. I mean, I do embarrassing things a lot. So uh, there's a lot of funny things. But um, I guess uh, funny. I, I once, I don't know. I <laughs> it's met so hard Yoda. to think of. I know. It's so hard. <laughs> funny. Um, something funny. Uh, my ex checks my Instagram stories after he broke up with me. I think that's funny. Like he <laughs> is now crawling back. Like why does he, if I'm so awful, why does he want to check my Instagram stories? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I have that too. So it's okay. Yes. <laughs> I know they're so interested. Come on. I know you still are in love with me. So even though you dubbed me and said you're not in love with me, you are in love with me. I mean, I don't clearly. know. I once, yes. I once met Ray Leo. Okay. My friends think this is funny. I, I once met Ray Liotta. Um, he, Goodfellas is my favorite movie of all time, Italian, you know. Um, uh -huh. And I was once walking, I was at Broadway Comedy Club and he was coming oh. out and I go, and I go, he has hat down. And I go, Ray? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> oh my God. I was like, oh my God. I was like trying to think what to say to him. And I'm like gonna say, oh, Goodfellas is my favorite movie of all time. And I'm like, yeah, Amanda, like he's never th thought of that, right? You know, he's never heard that before. Um, but I I was just like looking at him, like I blanked out and I was like, hey. And I was just like, oh, I love Goodfellas. Like that's my, and he's like, and I'm like, I, I swear to God. I and I kept going, I swear to God, I love Goodfellas. Cause I kept thinking he didn't believe me. Like he thought I was just, I don't know. And he goes, I believe you. <laughs> and. Then he's like, do you want a picture? I was like, yeah. So I don't know. It's not that funny. But I actually think that's hilarious. It's silly. <laughs> it's silly. It's silly. I, I do a lot of silly, funny things. So maybe not funny, but more like embarrassing. Like, I don't know. You have to hang oh. out with me today. That's the story but. of my life, though. Well, you were talking about, oh, that's what I was going to say. You were talking about, like, embarrassing podcasts you listen to. So yeah. I love, like, second date update. I think it is so <laughs> funny for me to hear, like, people go through embarrassing moments like that. And, like, oh. Everybody, oh, my God. All of my girlfriends are like, this is terrible. And I'm like, I know. But, like, I, I get in, in, like, invested in, like, this human interest. I want to yes. know why they didn't go out. And it's it's always the crazy ones, right? Like, you, the guy sounds totally normal. He's like, we didn't do, I didn't do anything wrong. I was fine. And then they bring the girl in and he did like one, two, three, X, Y, and Z. And it's just like, and you thought you were going to get a second date. So I binged that whole thing. I don't know if that's good or funny, but it is embarrassing. What, but so it's, it's more the guys, more the guys are not getting the second date. It's the girls yeah. that are. It's so weird. Now there are, well, you know, 
I shouldn't say that. There is like maybe like, sometimes it could be 50-50. Sometimes it can be like, you know, 70, you know, 30. But it, it's, it's interesting to see, like, there are so many crazy people out there, right? Like there was one girl that, well, here, we'll do, we'll, we'll be equal here. There was a girl that called in and she was like, yeah, I journal when I'm on a date. So that way, if it doesn't work out, I go back to like what I was doing, right? Bizarre. My eyes, I'm like in my car and I'm like, what is going on? She's like, yeah, I journal. So that way, if I um, make a mistake on this date, I'll know how to be better on the next date. And she's like, so I understand. I feel like this went so well. And the guy was like, well, yeah, because she was journaling the whole time and not talking to me. And she was just like, I just don't understand why people don't understand. I like to journal. I like to talk about my feelings. And so the best is when they're like, well, do you want to go out? And they're both like, no. <laughs> so. You know, you hear about a girl like that. And then you're like, why am I single? Like this, I don't do shit like this. <laughs> like, what the hell? This girl is like picky about guys like it's like or he broke up with her because she or he didn't go out with her again because of the journaling yeah but yeah she she was saying she is picky too so you weren't wrong she was you were on the money when it came to the stereotype so <laughs> but i i think that see i love goodfellas too but it is funny when you like run into like people that you've seen on screen or something and i know you, you just like start losing your like voice right like you're just like I, I i i i just love you okay and your friends are just like what are you saying and you're just like i have i i don't even know i have no idea like i love when people are like they're just normal people like, you know I've, i have friends that work with like you know celebrities and not a lot but i know people who you know work in that sure um and they're just like you know they're just like regular people i'm like what the f they're regular <laughs> they are not regular people they are not like regular people they're they live lives that not that most people cannot relate to and don't know about. Yeah, they ha they bleed, they do all, you know, they go to the bathroom, whatever. But like, they cannot. They're not relatable people at all. They're not regular people, you know. So. Oh, a hundred percent. I I can understand that, and you just have to like. I don't know. I I don't really have a way with words myself when I talk to people. Like something good for me is that I got to meet you, and that's great. Yeah, you understand my personality. <laughs> yes. There was a. I work. My day job is that I I you know, sell apartments to people, which I always say is great for a theater major because I'm really putting it to good use. Like I'm like a Vanna White. <laughs> That's a funny and I'm joke. like, behind really door 808, there's a dishwasher and an updated appliance. <laughs> See how much you're going to get out here. If you can like, you know, make the right income. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing, but I just had this guy move in and he's a little strange, but he comes down and he's like, yeah, for my job, I need your first name, your middle name, your last name, your address, your telephone number. And I was like, I I don't know if it was funny. It was just, you know, when you're just like awkward and I didn't have a way, like rather than being like, oh, I'm sorry, like I can't give out this information. I just went, no, <laughs> I'm not doing this. Like, And he's like, I just have a weird job. And I was like, I, I'm sorry. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's just, I was like, if 20, it's just like how you, you were saying in your bit, like, just, you know, blame 2020. That's what I'm doing I, now. <laughs> everything's 2020. So don't take any responsibility this year, Molly. It's all 2020 fault. No responsibility. Just no responsibility. Like, the, it was so funny because it is so true, right? Like, everybody, like, I'll even say it myself. Like, I spilled water all over myself the other day and I was like, <laughs> 2020 man like 2020. i can be like i'm clumsy things are happening no. like <laughs> it's like when people are like mercury's in retrograde that's why i'm being so mean it's like what 
Mercury no. just seems to always be in retro. Like, when is Mercury not in retrograde? It always, like, you know, like, I messed something up. Well, Mercury's in retrograde. You know, I'm a Pisces. It, like, that's always the excuse. It, like, no personal, like, responsibility of, like, things not going right, you know? So... Oh no, I have I have a friend that's like that and I love her to death. And she even knows that I she'll I think probably now she just tells me these things, Amanda, because she knows it's annoying to me. But like, yeah. she'll like she'll just be like, like, I'll be in a weird mood or something. And it's like it has nothing to do with anything. Maybe I'm tired. Maybe I'm just hungry. Yes. Maybe I'm just like not excited to be here today. And she'll just be like, Oh, you know, you're a Scorpio and it's because of like blah, 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 this. And I'm like, no, I'm, I really no. just need some lunch. Like, I don't, I don't know how else to explain this to you or they'll I'm like, hangry. I am hangry or like the, uh, they do the tarot cards too. And, uh, Bridget and Amy will be like, oh, there's just something in your inner soul right now. Like, have you like connected with yourself recently? And I'm like, I, I am Italian. I'm, I'm almost too connected to myself. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I like, have I'm too very in emotions. touch with my emotions. Italians oh. are very, yeah. Oh, it's like, I know how to feel things. So trust me, I was yeah. like, I know how to feel food. I know how to feel emotions. I know how to connect with people. I was like, I'm very connected from within. So I get it. <laughs> um, but yeah, what I'll ask you too really quickly is, um, this may sound like kind of a cliche question, but how long have you been doing comedy? Three and a uh, stand up three and a half years. I did improv for, so I guess five and a half years total comedy. Okay, so that's been a while. What I'll uh, ask you is what kind of advice, like for people, whether it's in the pandemic or post-pandemic, when things open up and we can go play, like what, what's your advice for somebody who maybe, you know, is trying to be interested in stand-up comedy or wants to write or do improv? What would you tell them? You just have to do it. Don't, don't overthink it. Show up to a mic, embarrass yourself, be bad right you just have to put one foot in front of the other it's like my reductress articles you just have to write it down don't overthink it don't judge it do it the longer you wait to do stand-up comedy specifically i think the harder it is it doesn't get easier later on yeah so start as i wish i started at 21 to be honest so start now don't overthink it so yeah. that's it i i agree well that's it's like i said i didn't start till probably like in my mid to like late twenties, which like isn't too far off from yeah. now because I've only been doing it for four years, but it's uh, it it's interesting to see that right because you're like oh like this like especially once you start doing it you get that bug and you're like dang it I wish I would have just done this sooner like this, even when yeah. you bomb you're like okay like you know what I can't even care yeah. about this anymore because <laughs> there's a point like I used to bomb and I'd be like oh I'm so sad like I wasn't perfect and I'm like especially now 2020 I'm just like fuck it if I fuck <laughs> it do it. That's just it. do it. Just do it. And I feel like every like good comedian usually says that. They're like, just do it. Like they That's don't it. stand on a soapbox. They don't go on like a no. big tangent. They're just like, just do it. That's um, right. What I was gonna tell you too about Goodfellas and the comedy club. So a long time ago, four years ago, I did the industry industry showcase over at the Broadway Comedy Club. So oh. yeah. So I love that place. It was a lot of fun. I could, I'll probably mess this up, but uh, Gordy Vosborough, 
Yeah, yes. I know that. Yep, yep. He was uh, he was there, and it was a lot. I loved it over there in New York. So then, when this all clears up, I'll just have to take a flight, and we can just hang yes. out and let's do it. Get a <laughs> drink. Good, absolutely. And you're always more than welcome here to Missouri. Um, but you know, enough said about that. We, I want to hear about you. Where can we find you on social media? your reductress account. What do you, what do you want us to know before we head out of here? <laughs> okay. I'm at the Amanda Gale on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I have a TikTok. Don't watch it. It's not good. Um, and reductress Amanda Gale. Um, so yeah, that's it. All right. Well, thank you very much, Amanda, thank for you. joining us. Oh my gosh, absolutely. It was nice to actually like sit down one-on-one -on -one and get to know you a little bit better. Uh, for those that are listening, please make sure again that you follow Amanda Gale. We'll be sharing all of her social media. And then remember, you Yay. can always casually subscribe both audio and video to the Casually Molly podcast. Uh, so Amanda, now that we're done with our episode, we always ask, what are you gonna do now? What are you gonna casually do now with the rest of your night? <laughs> I have a Zoom call with my podcast producer, actually. So it's very fitting. Give her podcast, <laughs> you know, podcast. So it's good. So thank you, Molly. I really appreciate your time. This is a great podcast. I had a lot of fun. So. Oh, well, thank you so much. And then I will just talk to you later and have a great Sounds rest of your great. night. <laughs> thank you so much. Bye. <laughs>